Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are radio for the local craft beer movement, broadcasting from our AM 920 The Answer Studios in lovely Buckhead, Atlanta, and I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis. This week we're headed to Alabama. We're going to be talking oh, yeah. to one of Huntsville's most established breweries, Yellowhammer. We'll be speaking with co-founder and brewmaster Keith Yeager. That sounds like a good time, so it should be a, a fun time that's had for all. So we've had a, a good time here for the week and uh, really kind of an enjoyable week as well. Lots of beer to be drunk and uh, lots of things to be had. So, uh, Tim, what uh, what did you do this week? Oh, busy week, man. Yeah. So I went to uh, went to the Burnt Hickory anniversary last week. Oh, yeah, okay. Had a good time there, you know, enjoying all the BHB beers, seeing some good friends, hanging out. Uh, a lot of homebrewers there, so they had homebrewers that came in and brewed cool. collaboration brews with them. So I got to got, try some uh, good stuff there from some local homebrewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to a beer dinner at Red Hair. They did an yep. Italian beer dinner there. Had a cannoli bar. At the beer dinner. That's a pretty so. good deal right there with cannolis. Yes. We left the gun and took the cannoli. Yeah, and tried their peach Berliner, uh, yeah. which uh, I really enjoyed. I hadn't had that before. So, uh, And uh, Little Cottage was one of the breweries at uh, Burnt Hickory. Those and guys. he had rum barrel-aged Cobra Cacao, which was just phenomenal. Yeah, we were lucky enough to have Cobra Cacao a few months ago, and it's, uh, it's so good. It's just absolutely fantastic. So, John Sherry, just open your own brewery. And make us happy. Get on it, John. That's right. That's right. Hurry up already. Exactly. So, so you know, I mean, it's funny. We talk about how uh, craft beer really kind of creates community, and we've talked about uh, how breweries kind of come in areas that are not necessarily community-based, but uh, they kind of grow into some things. And the cool thing about that is that I live in a neighborhood that uh, really is big, but we don't know each other. I mean, literally, I know about four or five of my neighbors. And so I had a uh, neighborhood bottle share this week. That was a lot of fun. So what we did is we basically just... Kind of set the word out and said, hey, if you got some beer, you want to go ahead and hang out and, uh, and do that and enjoy. So we had anyone from folks who are literal craft beer nerds and uh, home brewers to people that, uh, you know, went to Kroger and got some of the single six packs, uh, you know, that they had. So it was a ton of fun. We got to hang out and enjoy and uh, had one of my neighbors uh, is a huge craft beer nerd and uh, he brought some zombie dust. So I was very happy about that. So. That's certainly a good thing. Some nerds, some newbies learning about craft beer. Yeah, right? and that was that was really cool, you know. So we all kind of enjoyed each other, and you know, we talked about how uh, we really don't um, uh, don't know each other, and so hopefully this will be something that grow, and we can kind of learn and grow, and and, and kind of be more neighborly, and uh, it's all due to craft beer. So beer brings people together. Beer does. It's bring a very social together. beverage. <laughs> it is definitely a very social beverage, and uh, definitely a very good one as well. Speaking of good social beverages, let's check out our truck and tap beers of the week crack open a cold one it's the truck and tap beer of the week craft beer and food trucks in downtown woodstock truck and tap.com 
All right, Tim, what do we got? So we got some good ones. So we're just uh, we're just getting into a new one, fairly new one from Red Brick that they did. Uh, well, Shark Wheat mm-hmm. is one that they've got out, and that's uh, something they did with Georgia Aquarium, you know, a fundraiser beer uh, for research and conservation efforts with the Georgia Aquarium. You know, they've got the well sharks there, of course. Yes. And uh, so it is an American wheat ale brewed with tropical and fruity hops. So that's yeah. it. And we've got uh, Aaron. Did I hear you got some sweet water? I, up I, in you here? know what? I don't have any sweet water up in here, but uh, but Brian and I drank it all. You drank it all. Okay. All now of you it. tried the uh, Torakumi, correct? Yes. Yeah, so the wasabi? Torakumi wasabi. It was it was hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Oh yes, yes. I don't bust any rhymes, so that was a complete lie. You but, should uh, start busting rhymes. I though, should. It so. may be actually just a yes. good thing. But no, actually, it was really good. I, I think Brian, Brian, and I were both the Sweetwater release. Uh, you know, and it's a nice, it's a nice ale, nice uh, little pale ale. But they put the wasabi in there. When you think wasabi, of course, you think you know, burn your nostrils. It's so hot. But it wasn't that. You know, you kind of got the green of the wasabi, and it was real wasabi. It wasn't the fake horseradish, horseradish. with green. Yeah food dye in it um and so you got some kind of a little bit of that uh that smell and that that aroma but you didn't get any of that heat uh, right brian i didn't get a lot of it either. I, I i absolutely agree it was a great flavor and nick was saying that that real wasabi was expensive but yeah. it and it had uh, i believe he was saying sriracha ace hops in there which okay. to me added like a lemongrass element they've got like it. lemon and dill right yeah with the sriracha i didn't get ace, as much which, of the dill but yeah the, the that lemon. lemongrass and wasabi Cool. Really tasty. Yeah. Now, did they have the triple tail? They uh, did. did. You get to try. How's yeah, that? We tried that off of the pigtail, and of uh-huh. course, they had a cr- little bit of a crew here. So, so Al Sharpton and uh, Brian and myself and a couple of guys from a different radio station were there. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, I, my favorite IPA from Sweetwater. I'm a West Coast pine hophead. So the classic uh, IPA, uh, uh, you know, the yellow bottle is my favorite from Sweetwater. But really, this is probably my second or third favorite because it was a nice. Our East Coast hop, it had a nice little balance to it. It wasn't hoppy and piney and bitter, so you might like this one, Tim. Cool, yeah. But it wasn't like hazy kind of and juicy, you know what I mean? So it was a little bit juicy, but it wasn't hazy. It was not juicy. Oh, it was juicy. It was juicy, but it, it was wasn't juicy. hazy. Yeah. Okay, juicy, that's important. not hazy. All right. Okay, yes. then. So, yeah. And we would have some Yellowhammer beers in here, but we had a FedEx faux pas. Wah, wah. It happens. Exactly. So we've had their beers, though. We visited their brewery. So yeah, visited the brewery. We'll just uh, reminisce when we talk to them. Absolutely. Bit, Looking forward so. to talking to those guys and talking about some Huntsville uh, beer activity. So, uh, so that was definitely very good. So while we are into it, though, let's go ahead and check out what's going on in the headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Sponsored by Your Pie Perimeter in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center across from Perimeter Mall. And, of course, there's a couple of big things in the headlines. Uh, one locally, we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, you know, a very good friend of ours have, has passed. And, like I said, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, uh, it's been an interesting day, week in the world of craft beer when it comes to a website called Rate Beer. And, of course, Rate Beer is a, is a big website, kind of like a beer uh, advocate or, or untapped or something like that where people kind of go through. Well, it's uh, kind of come out that Rate Beer has been bought by a branch of InBev, of AB InBev. And they can go ahead and take a lot of their data and those types of things. So a lot of breweries have asked them uh, to take them off of their website. So Dogfish Head, Harpoon, a couple of others have been asked to be taken off of their list and not be rated by Rate Beer. And Rate Beer basically said no. No. Yes. But a couple of uh, breweries, uh, one brewery in particular, mm-hmm. had a good way around it, actually. So, And, you, and I saw you They uh, renamed this, yeah. a ton of their beers that I think it said Kanye or Beyonce had the best album of all time. <laughs> that's good. So like, they've got like 40 beers named that. So that's their answer since, uh, since uh, Rate Beer told them no. You know, basically, yeah. it was an open user-created community, and they would not remove them. So they just 
renamed all their beers. Exactly. So it makes it a little bit more easy. So it'll be interesting. You know, again, this, this fight has been going on at infinitum and will probably continue to go on at infinitum that, uh, you know, a, uh, that uh, large breweries like ABM, especially uh, buying up portions of the craft beer world, not necessarily breweries, but sites like ratebeer.com and some other sites and creating some sites like I believe it's October uh, content sites. So they're trying to kind of move their way in or muscle their way into the craft beer world. And a lot of the independent craft brewers are, are kind of pushing back on that. So uh, we'll see how that uh, starts to develop. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. Yeah. So and unfortunately, I just alluded to earlier, we have another uh, unfortunate uh, segment uh, to talk about here in our uh, headlines. And, and Tim, I'll go ahead and let you go ahead and take care of this one. Yeah, as, as Aaron mentioned, we're going to do something just a little bit different this week. So uh, earlier this week, the Atlanta beer community lost one of its most passionate and colorful members. Uh, Dan Rosen was involved in a tragic accident and passed away. Uh, Dan, along with his friend Hamp Covington, founded Mazert Brewing. They were very active in the home brewing scene for many years and also guest brewed at local breweries to showcase their beers at special events and festivals. When their elusive brews did show up, they frequently won awards. In Georgia, the Atlanta Cascale Tasting, the Strong Beer Fest, and at the Classic City Brew Fest, and also Cigar City's Hunapoo's Day in Tampa, Florida, where they actually serve their coconut Russian Imperial Stout out of coconuts. Yeah. So Dan was always smiling. He was always helpful, and he was always friendly. He loved craft beer and the craft beer community. Dan was your friend from the first time you met him. He always remembered your face, but maybe not your name. <laughs> uh, Dan mistook Brian for Aaron at beer events, Yeah. and uh, that never changed. We explained to Dan a couple times that uh, he wasn't Aaron, but that was far into the evening after you know a few beers so <laughs> right. it didn't really stick so now when uh, dan did finally meet aaron at a beer event he exclaimed oh another aaron so that's there you a, go <laughs> a good dan story there so definitely dan loved big stouts and super fresh ipas dan introduced us to many people in the beer industry including the good folks at cigar city and assisted in getting us media access to hunapu's day we'd yeah. like to raise a toast to dan and since we drank all our missouri beers we think a Hunapoo Stout is appropriate for that toast. Dan, thank you for all you did to make craft beer awesome. We dedicate this episode of Beer Guys Radio to you. You are and will be greatly missed. Cheers. 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 The Beer Guys Radio Show will be back right after this. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery. Set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com. Andrew and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for a beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep. Brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint, after work, or bring the family in. Andrew and Lisa, I'm going to let you finish, but first, you forgot to mention the $3 craft beer specials you have every Thursday. I mean, come on, the pizza's great, but that's an amazing deal. $3 craft beer specials every Thursday. Now, go ahead and finish your commercial. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all of our beer events and specials. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery? 
but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. The Columbus Craft Beer Bash is coming soon. It's a celebration of all things local. Local food, local music, and of course, local craft beer. The Columbus Craft Beer Bash, June 24th from noon to 5 at Chattahoochee Harley-Davidson in Columbus. Sponsored by Cerrone's Brick Oven Pizza and the Columbus Beverage Superstore. A portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Humane Society. Tickets are just $35 and go up on June 12th, so get your tickets now. Just go to beerbash.brownpapertickets.com Hey, it is Aaron with the Beer Guys, and we are talking craft beer from the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market. If you are getting together with the crew this weekend, you need to skip the grocery store, head to the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market to pick up growlers, or yes, they've got crowlers too, of the craft beer you love. It is a great place to spend the summertime with craft beer, barbecue fixing, fresh local meats and cheeses, all of that great stuff. They make hanging out with the friends on weekends easy. Make sure to grab some local beers from Creature Comforts, Omaha, Southern Arches, Monday Night, Sweetwater, all of the great Georgia breweries that we have. Of course, it's beer drinking season, but it's also grilling season. And the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market has you covered with all things Big Green Egg. They've got grills of all sizes and all the accessories. Seriously, they've got everything you need for a great barbecue. It is quite simple. If you like craft beer, you have to visit the Stout Brothers Smyrna Beer Market. It's in the Smyrna Market Village. And check out thestoutbrothers.com for the tap list. That's thestoutbrothers.com. And let them know the beer guy sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What is tarnation? Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com, broadcasting from our home studios at AM 920, The Answer in Buckhead, Atlanta, Georgia. But we're going to take a trip to Huntsville, Alabama. Talking right now to Keith Yeager from Yellowhammer Brewing. He is the founder and brewmaster. So thank you much so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Thank you so much. Keith, I'll tell you what, let's start with something that's probably an easy question. Uh, what's your craft beer story? How'd you get involved with beer and brewing? So uh, I started home brewing in about about 1995 uh, when my mom got me a, uh, a homebrew kit for Christmas one year. Was it a Mr. Beer? No, it was oh, not okay. a Mr. Beer, but ironically, I, wanted, I actually wanted a Mr. Beer, and I was disappointed when she got me like this, you know, it was a John Bull extract kit and uh, with the yeast under the lid, but it came with this little bitty book about uh, brewing continental ales and lagers and uh, and it was just like, you know, I don't know, maybe a 50-page uh, pamphlet. And I just, like, devoured that, you know, over and over again and wanted to learn how to brew all these beers and such. And uh, and that's really what, what piqued my interest. Very cool, very cool. So now, so you take the the the, mist, the John Bull, the, the yeast inside the package, yeah. but you've kind of converted that into pro. I mean, that's quite a large leap there. Yeah, so well, you it, got you know, the bug it, early. It, it, it was. It, it was. And, and, you know, the, uh, the first batch of beer I always tell everybody that I made, you know, it was a uh, – you know, basically dissolved the extract and the sugar and just pitched the yeast, and, and it was disgusting. And even though I tried to tell everybody it was awesome, you know, but, uh, but it, really, it really was the bug that, uh, that bit me. And, um, and then I really wanted to, I really knew that, I, you know, I had this feeling I could really learn to make good beer. And I, I found all the books I could, and I started with Charlie Papation's uh, Complete Joy of Homebrewing. 
it just really went on from that, you know, and really it really just grabbed my interest so much, and uh, and it's really what I obsessed about for years and years. Well, yeah, it's always funny that uh, you know uh, Tim does a lot more homebrewing than I do, but uh, you know it's like that first batch of homebrew. If you can get someone to say, well, it tastes like beer. Right. I guess you're good, right? <laughs> Which was the review that Brian and I got on our first batches. It tastes like beer. So that's a good starting point, though. At least it didn't taste like something else. No, so. mine tasted like vomit, actually. It was okay, that's not, that's not a good first batch, then. I feel no, better about our first, first batch now. I tried so. to convince everybody it was good, but it was terrible. <laughs> so, so after that horrible batch of... Uh, uh, ABV vomit there. What made you decide to start a brewery? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I had a job at uh, the Huntsville Times, which is our local newspaper, and I, I worked there for about 15 years, and I, you know, I was really getting into home brewing. I was, I was brewing uh, maybe 10, 10 or uh, 15, I mean, I'm sorry, like 10 times a month sometimes, you know? Wow. And okay. uh, so I, I really enjoyed the process, and, and I was brewing a lot of times the same beers over and over and over again. At the same time, I was reading everything I could um, and um, I took a buyout from the Huntsville Times, and at the same time I took this buyout, I had a group of friends, uh, uh, three of three three friends, um, asked me if I, if you know that if I wanted to open a brewery with them, and I said, yeah, sure, absolutely. I don't have anything else on the horizon, you know. Might as well. Right. Yeah, might as well. And I kind of started leaning that way, anyways. Uh, uh, a, a couple years earlier, I, I had made some some small attempts and looked it up, saw what you know what it was going to actually take to do it. Um, and so that was just that was just the, the door opened at the right time, and I was actually able to do it. Now you opened in 2010, is that correct? Right. Mm-hmm. So that was a much different time for uh, beer in Alabama, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we were uh, we're still on the vanguard of uh, of craft brewing in Alabama. I mean, Alabama is really starting to pick up now. But when we started, we thought we were going to only be the third craft brewery in Alabama. There was uh, good people in, in Birmingham, which still makes excellent beer. And there was a brewery that's now defunct called uh, Old Town, and their beer, it could be good sometimes, but they had a lot of problems with it, where they, where they would have some infected batches, and you know we really everybody really wanted them to succeed. But when we started, we thought you know we're going to be the third brewery in Alabama, and by the time we opened, two more in Huntsville had opened before <laughs> us. I mean the same year. So and now you know it's like every it, 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 there's there's uh, I think there's like maybe 12 breweries in Huntsville and in Madison County or something like that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, you've got a lot of the engineers up there, of course, with the That's U.S. Right. Space and Rocket Center and that type of thing. So a lot of, what I found is a lot of engineers get into brewing, which is, which is interesting. So maybe. Seems yeah, like engineers the, and lawyers want to become brewers. That's they, true. So. And one of the things is, in things. Huntsville specific, is that it's a very cosmopolitan town. So you have people, like I'm from Pennsylvania. I, I grew up Pennsylvania and, and had, 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 was used to having you know, different beer selections. So I think a lot of people moved here from, from out of state. And the beer selection was sucked. In fact, when uh, when I uh, when I first moved here, you couldn't buy beer over six percent alcohol. Mm. And Sam Adams and uh, and I think you could get the Pete's Wicked back then, a couple oh, yeah. other you know beers, but but that was about all you could really get. Um, so I think that I think some of the restriction that we had here at that time actually drove some of the interest for people to. You know, because I had never had a barley wine before, and I wanted to know what a barley wine tasted like, and I couldn't get one, so I learned to make it myself. And I was surprised when I was like, "Well, you know, when I first when I tasted other commercially made barley wines, I was like, well, I'll spot on, you know." So the Alabama six percent barley wine, right? No, I I, I made uh, you know, like a twelve percent barley wine. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> not, uh, not you know, for we, distribution. We, 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 That's right. We would go out of out of state and bring home you know a couple hundred dollars worth of beer to you know to, to sample all the time, but. 
I think a lot of Alabamians were doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. so Keith, you're a, journal, you're a journalism guy. Uh, you went from Pennsylvania. Did you go to J school up there too, or is it? Uh... No, actually, I'm a, gra- I'm a graphics guy. I'm a graphics oh, okay. guy. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So very cool. You've recently started another expansion. So what's in the works for you guys? So we're we're, we're adding. We're basically doubling the size of the of the brewery existing. Um, and so it's about a twelve thousand square foot expansion. Um, about eight thousand more square footage of production. Um, uh, room and we're gonna we're, we're actually a lot of it is because we're on top of each other right now uh you know we, we have to rent a storage facility down the road that uh, we keep just bottles and kegs and that sort of thing so some of it's going to be storage but we're at also adding a lot of cold space um we're going to add a lab um and uh, we're adding some event space that will actually uh, be, probably only be opened um on the weekends when, or, or for special events like if you're a corporation you can rent you know the uh the area the little venue from us but the cool, coolest thing we're getting ready to do is uh, we're adding a, a thousand liter still on site. So we'll also be making uh, whiskey and oh, rum wow. okay. and gin. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. I, I, I'm really excited about that. And hopefully by the fall we'll be able to start running our first batches of the still. Very cool. Now, we, uh, Aaron mentioned Campus 805 the last time we were over there, I think, was – just before Straight L made their move, I think, because yeah. we went to their, you know, we went over to their their old location. But it at the time, I know it looked like there was a lot coming up there, and it was going to be just a really cool kind of craft beer area. Um, yeah. What's what's going on there? Is uh, other breweries or beer places coming in? So Straight to L is uh, literally across the green from us, and uh, we have a great relationship with the brewery. I mean, they're our best frenemies. We like to you know get around. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but uh, you know, we have a good relationship with them. We borrow stuff from them. They borrow stuff from us. Um, they have a really nice. Uh, they have a really nice area. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, down the road, right from where we are now, was our old location, literally not even a quarter of a block away, which is our uh, friend Salty Nut. Um, and they have a, a really nice brewery. They just upgraded their brew system from our old uh, homemade system that we made from mil- uh, from milk tanks. And uh, they have a wonderful beer garden that. I'm going to brag about because we built that beer garden. So if you're ever if you're ever in uh, Huntsville, so humble. Stop, yeah, stop by <laughs> Campus 805. Check out the check out Salty Nuts Beer Garden and check out uh, Straight Down. And then come for their really good beer at uh, Yellowhammer. You know, it's funny. We just had uh, Left Nut Brewing out of Gainesville a couple of weeks ago on our show, and we always thought that Left Nut and Salty Nut should do a collaboration. Oh, and, they should. I didn't even know there was a Left Nut. We, yes, we, yeah, and call I'm them sure D's Nuts. Would. Yeah, call them. I think D's Nuts would be a good <laughs> D's, communication. D's Nuts. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. So we're trying to get make that happen. We're all set. So. That's so, a great idea. Definitely. So, yeah, so, um, again, Campus 805, you just uh, got your arts and entertainment district, and that allows kind of alcohol to, to consumption outdoors. Uh, is yeah, that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and so uh, there's also, uh, um, so you can get a purple cup. You can walk, uh, you can you can visit Straight to Ale. If you're not done with your beer there, you can walk over to Yellowhammer, finish your beer, and, you know, get, get, get a beer at our place. There's also um, a Wish You Were a Beer, which is a bottle shop and mm-hmm. draft shop. They have, I think, I'm not exactly sure, but I think they have like 40 beers on draft or something like that, and have a really nice homebrew a homebrew uh, setup, and they have a really nice bottle selection there. Um, they're getting ready to put in some kind of a, I don't know, it looks like a, 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 a Wii Golf on steroids kind of thing, okay. where you walk in and you and just electronic golfing range. There's a sushi, uh, a really nice sushi restaurant. Um, then you, and if you really want to, you can even get your hair your hair do done. You My know? hair did. They got, they got they got, they got the uh, some kind of hair salon there. Couple other shops moving in as well. I'm not sure what else is going in. Excellent. Well, you know what? I think hopefully there's a Uber place that's going on there too because it looks Uber, like yeah, you, you, there, there there is. Uh, we we do a lot of Lyft in Huntsville. Definitely. Okay. Well, awesome. that's good to know. Either one. 
We're talking to Huntsville's Yellowhammer Brewing, and we will take a quick break. We're going to be back in just a minute to continue the conversation. It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. The Columbus Craft Beer Bash is coming soon. It's a celebration of all things local. Local food, local music, and of course, local craft beer. The Columbus Craft Beer Bash, June 24th from noon to 5 at Chattahoochee Harley-Davidson in Columbus. Sponsored by Cerrone's Brick Oven Pizza and the Columbus Beverage Superstore. A portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Humane Society. Tickets are just $35 and go up on June 12th, so get your tickets now. Just go to beerbash.brownpapertickets.com Hey, it's Aaron, and you're a fan of craft beer, right? And you want to know more about what's going on in the craft beer scene in Georgia? Thanks to the hard work from my co-host Tim, we are giving you the lowdown on the craft beer scene every week, right in your inbox. Go to beerguysradio.com and sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer right at the top. We won't spam you, promise, or sell your name. Just good beer info every week. Plus, you can win great prizes from us. This Week in Georgia Beer, sign up today. Beerguysradio.com Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery, but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms, or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com Ahoy there, mateys! Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. Yar, Tim, we got some whales going on. What do we got? You know, I thought I was being witty here with one of these, Aaron, but you punked me out. I did, totally. I was going to say this one was a whale of the week because it's a literal whale. Yes. So the, the red one we're enjoying now, the red brick whale shark, wheat. But, but you, it's a shark. but you remember, it's a shark. It's not a whale. <laughs> I'm still, I still used it, so we're still going to no, go I'm, with I'm that. Gonna, I'm so. going to go with that. That'll be good. Yeah, that's and it. another one that released earlier this week that's really good. I enjoyed at the uh, recent Orpheus anniversary, the Orpheus Sycophantes Dior okay. is is a bottle release earlier this week. So you know, see, I know it's a limited batch, so mm-hmm. get over to the brewery and get it if you can. Awesome. And good, those are our whales for the week. Good whales. A couple of good whales. And a shark. And a shark. One whale and a shark. <laughs> a fish, so, a yes. mammal. It's all that good stuff. Exactly. So very cool. We are talking right now with Keith Yeager. He is, of course, the president and brewmaster of Yellowhammer Brewing in Huntsville, Alabama. Thanks so much for joining us again on the Beer Guys Radio Show. Appreciate it. It's great to be here. Definitely, definitely. So, so Keith, question for you here. We know that uh, Alabama just recently celebrated one year since you got your beer to go law. Right. So uh, how's that going for you? It's going really well. We have a uh, we, we sell a lot of crowlers now, so we have a, a, a crowler, you know, the canning machine, um, and we also do uh, draft to go. And uh, today, I just put uh, a fresh hop revival, which is our double IPA, uh, in the case. And I, we posted it on Facebook, and we had you know probably about 
10, 15 people show up at, at 4 o'clock to, <laughs> to go ahead and grab some. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting. That's cool. It's always nice to see the people lined up before you open up, right? So. Yeah, right. Well, we were open. They just showed up to grab some. Oh, okay. okay. They actually yeah. open at 11 every day. Nice. We're excited about that because, you know, we get it over here this September. So oh, we, nice. get our, yeah. we get our to-go law. We finally got it passed. So Congratulations. It's yeah, really thank awesome. all 50 of us now. I was recently over in Mississippi, and I went to a Lucky Town Brewing in Jackson, uh-huh. and they actually have a beer there they've called Old 49, kind of joking at the fact that they weren't the last state that they oh, beat us nice. by one. So. <laughs> That's great. That's clever. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Here in the South, you know, we like to make fun of Mississippi because, you know, we always say at least we're not Mississippi. But <laughs> unfortunately, they beat us out here in Georgia, you too. You know, take so. it when you can, Mississippi. That's go right. For it. There you so, go. Yes. And there's a couple of good breweries popping up over in Mississippi. There are. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Southern Prohibition, the yeah, stuff they do there. Awesome I like them quite yeah. a lot. So. Yes. Plus, let's talk about your beers. There you go. So okay. that's it. So I know your flagships, you got a few flagships, Yellowhammer, Belgian White. You've got okay. your Rebellion Red Lager, Midnight Special Black Lager, and Hopsfell Lager. So very interesting that a lot of your flagships are are lagers. Do you prefer lager beers? So a lot of the thing, you know, we also have another, we have our IPA, which is a cheat and hard IPA, which uh, we we just released this year. Uh, I really enjoy brewing lagers. They're a little more challenging to brew. Um, You know, uh, I really enjoy the balance in a beer, and I find that you can really achieve that balance with, uh, with a lager yeast. And, you know, you if you have any off flavors, if you're brewing with lagers, you're going to pick it up right away. So, um, I, you know, I, I really enjoy the challenge of keeping a really clean, you know, balanced and easy drinking beer. Um, we do. I also really enjoy doing Belgians, and we do a lot of high gravity Belgians. Um, and with the Belgian, with, with the Belgian strains, I really like the artistic feel of, you know, of, of pretty much you can do whatever you want with it, and uh, and I and, and I enjoy the, the way that the yeast creates you know so much of the profile of the beer and it's kind of you know with, with lagers you have a lot of control over it because the, the lager yeast stays out of the way the belgian yeast you kind of got to unleash it a little bit and let it do its thing right. and uh, and it gives you the flavors that it wants to give you so i mean i, I enjoy both uh, i i i am uh, my last name's jaeger so german heritage by background but i find uh, the belgian strains uh, you know very adventurous to work with as well yeah, I, I enjoy Belgians. That's uh, Brian here with us. Brian and I are co-home brewers. We turn my garage into our home brewery, and we do a ton of saisons and several Belgians. Get a little creative with those. We did a, a beer. This is Brian's brainchild. Tell me about Johnny Saisani, Brian. Oh, yes, the saison with basil and sun-dried tomatoes. Oh, that sounds delicious. Actually. Yes. It turned out really good. People thought it was going to be like a pizza sauce. but Did you get any color from the sun-dried tomatoes? A little bit, yeah. Just a, t- a, a little, little tint yeah. from it, really. It, yeah. It, it had a nice reddish color. It had uh, it, it, The interesting thing is the sun-dried tomatoes gave it a nice kind of a raisiny sweetness which i didn't Yeah, the sweetness from the sun-dried yeah. tomatoes was it, it worked nice. I mean, if it was if you like those flavors, it was a tasty beer. I'm I glad can't wait to oh, feel it was my the favorite. idea. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We'll come over and drink it when you brew it. <laughs> yeah. there, right. So. Emphasis on if you like those flavors. I think that yep. was the big one right there. That so. was it. So, <laughs> Don't we did go have heavy on basil just yeah. just yeah. the warm. There you go. There you go. Yeah, so. so now I I know I know Keith, you've brewed a fewer high B A A B V beers, but uh, I think you kind of like to stay in that mid range, correct? I, I actually, the, most of the beers we actually brew, well, the, our, our flagship beers are mostly under six point two A B V. Um, I like like right now I'm drinking a Rebellion. I like to be able to drink few beers still function, um, and uh, that's that, it, you know when I when I do drink a higher gravity beer, usually it's later at night. Um, so yeah, most of uh, you know, I, I kind of like to think of us as the beer you get home, and uh, 
and you know you drink a couple, just quench your thirst, unwind for for the day, and it, you know it's just a way to relax. You don't feel heavy or bloated. You can still eat dinner, um, and so that's just kind of the. And also, you know, I like to, I, my philosophy is if you drink one, you should definitely feel like you want to have another one. Yeah, you know, and and, and so a lot of beers, like uh, you know, if you have a really heavier beer. You know, a lot of times, well, that was really delicious, but I'm not sure I want to drink another one right now because I want to go eat dinner or maybe need a glass of water or something like that. So, yeah, I, most of our beers are pretty. You know, we we like to brew on the drier side. Um, I'm not crate. I'm not really. I like to brew some sweeter beers, but but those are you know more situational. And this is what I like to do is brew everyday beers because I like to drink beer every day. <laughs> well, well, plus you know, like we heard from some of your lawmakers, that all of you guys are from Germany anyway. So Germany. You know, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with the beer we got? It's always good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I also uh, one of the, uh, we we brew a, very, a lot of high gravity beers. So like Hop Revival today, that's not that's nine point two, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to have one of those here after a little while because it's fresh, just bottled today. There you go. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite beers we brew is Frankenhammer, which is about nine point eight ABV, and it's a it's a Belgian strong ale that we age on toasted cherry wood. And um, we only released that right around the fall, uh, and that one is, you know, that's a big mover for us. And we can we can we can uh, ship out um, several pallets of that, and usually it's gone within a month or two. So it's, you know, it's 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 an anticipated beer, um, and we're looking forward to shipping that over into. Uh, uh, Tennessee and Georgia, hopefully soon. Okay, uh, awesome. So you are going to go with four packs for that. So, okay, uh, uh, because the bombers, the bombers, they move, they move, they don't move as well as the four packs. So the four yeah. packs, they seem to be a, a better option. You know, it's kind of funny. We've seen that, of course, uh, as a trend nationwide, that a lot of the bombers kind of will sit on the shelves a little more. But I think a four pack is a little more approachable. It is, and the yeah. same thing with me. It's like you know, and and I, I love to drink a Frankenhammer. But I only want to drink one, you know. And so uh, when I when, when I have a bomber, I want to share it with a friend, which that's nice too. You know, yeah. you, want, you want to have that option, but uh, you can also share a four pack with a friend. So yeah, it makes it a little bit easier. Plus, you can drink it yourself and have a solo bottle share, which is exactly you know, what right. I do every once in a while. Now, Keith, you mentioned uh, sending those to Georgia. Do you guys come to Georgia now? Not yet, but okay. we are. But we are looking to move uh, the, uh, into parts of Georgia, hopefully this year. All right. Now, so, I was going to say I didn't think I'd seen you over here yet. Yeah, so. and I can't remember the. Uh, uh, Ethan Couch is our general manager, and he's setting all this up right now. But there is a, but it's there's a small section of Georgia that we're we're looking to move into, and hopefully move in towards Atlanta over the next couple of years. Sounds good. Then go down down the I twenty corridor, I guess maybe. Yeah, work the way over, huh? That's it. Now I had a question for you. You mentioned that you uh, you aged one of your beers on uh, cherry wood, correct? So that's interesting. You see, you know, so many so many breweries do oak. You know, that's just common, whether it's your bourbon barrel or oak chips or whatever. But it's really interesting to see. I've I've tried a beer with maple wood, yeah. uh, you know, cherry, and uh, well, I think it's called Palo Santo Marone that Dogfish Head uses uh, uh-huh. for that. And so it's interesting. Why do you think more brewers don't get a little more creative with the woods they use there? Well, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I mean, I started doing the with the cherry wood when I was still a home brewer, and I, I actually found, well, you know, I also really enjoyed to do uh, smoking food on the weekends, and mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the, uh, I always felt like, and maybe, maybe I'm crazy, but I always felt like the cherry wood added a different color to the, uh, to the meat, and uh and so I started experimenting with that, and I, and it really did did feel like uh, like it like it gave the beer just a little bit more of a of a ruby complex to it, and I really enjoyed the complexity it gave it. And it, it uh, um, oak oak uh, has a very distinct flavor 
Um, and the cherry wood just seemed like it gave just a little bit more of a fruity character, and, and it, it's subtle. It's not it's not something that's overwhelming by any stretch. Um, but I, yeah, uh, we also take that beer and we age it in some wine barrels uh, from Arrington Vineyards, and we call that the Bride of Frankenhammer. And we actually add uh, cherry ex- I'm sorry, uh, uh, cherry puree to that beer. So that one we only release right at Thanksgiving. So you know, there's all kinds of things you can do with wood. I mean, you know, we we do do some wine, but we do a lot of wine barrel agings. Uh, I, for our beers, I feel like wine barrels pair better than bourbon. Bourbon barrels, a lot of times, I think, tend to overwhelm the beer um, with the, with the flavors. You really have to have a very dark, like a Russian Imperial Stout or a barley wine or something like that to really pair well with a bourbon barrel. The wine barrels, to me, are a little more subtle uh, and allow for some more complexity of flavors to come through. Excellent. Keith Yeager from Yellowhammer Brewing. We will talk to you in just a second. We're going to take another break right now on the Beer Guys Radio Show, beerguysradio.com. We'll be back right after this. Andrew and Lisa with Your Pie Perimeter here. We'd like to invite you to our store for beer. Is there anything better than pizza? Yep. Brick oven pizza that's made fresh and paired with a cold craft beer. That's what you get at Your Pie Perimeter, located in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center by Perimeter Mall. It's the perfect place to relax on the patio with a pint after work or bring the family in. Andrew and Lisa, I'm going to let you finish, but first, you forgot to mention the $3 craft beer specials you have every Thursday. I mean, come on, the pizza's great, but that's an amazing deal. $3 craft beer specials every Thursday. Now, go ahead and finish your commercial. Follow Your Pie Perimeter on Facebook for all of our beer events and specials. That's Your Pie Perimeter, located in Perimeter Place Shopping Center next to Chipotle. Here at the Beer Guys Radio Show, we love to bring you the stories behind the craft beer that you love. And we'd be grateful if you took the time to check out our Patreon site. It's at patreon.com slash beerguys. If you choose to become one of our donors, you'll get some awesome swag, including t-shirts, glasses, and some stickers, too. Thanks again for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are really happy that you have enjoyed this show. And please subscribe, tell a friend, and head to patreon.com slash beerguys. Cheers. Hey, it's Aaron from the Beer Guys Radio Show, and it is summer, and it is time to talk about barbecue. Yeah, the Nest in downtown Kennesaw is the destination for not only some amazing barbecue, but it's one of the best craft beer spots, OTP or ITP. And if you're hungry for some barbecue to go along with that craft beer, you know you need to be at the Nest. Summertime, like I said, it is here. Celebrate the season with friends and family while sipping on a Georgia-made beer on their 2,000-square-foot patio. Try some brews from some of your favorite breweries like Creature Comforts, Jekyll, Omaha, Red Brick, Reformation, Dry County, so much more. Go check it out. They've got awesome barbecue. 59 taps pouring the best craft beer from Georgia and around the world. Coffee and wine, too, for those who like that kind of stuff. What else do you want? It's The Nest in historic downtown Kennesaw on Cherokee Street Northwest. Check out their current beer list and menu at thenestkennesaw.com and let them know the beer guy sent you. Follow the beer guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Now, back to the beer guys radio show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the AM920 The Answer Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. And we're talking to Keith Yeager from Yellowhammer Brewing in Huntsville, Alabama. Good Excellent. to be here. Excellent. 
Definitely, definitely. So now we were talking over the break that, uh, you know, you kind of got a place in the woods hanging out with the uh, hot tub and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I think we're all going to hang out, I think, later on because you're also a cigar guy. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Garcia E. Garcia is probably my, my cigar of choice on uh, most weekends. Excellent. Well, Brian here, of course, uh, he writes for StogieReview.com, so I think you're going to be, a, you're gonna oh, be nice. friends. Yeah, he, yeah, he might so. teach me a few things. Well, yes, he definitely could. Well, off the air, I told you that uh, you have the homebrew kit that's the uh, John Bowl Extract uh-huh. homebrew kit. There is a cigar by the same name, and I think I think you should try it. I, I have not had it personally. I can't vouch for it, but just based upon the virtue of it having the same name, I think you have to try it. I'm going to look it up, but if I buy a box and I'm pissed off, who do I complain to? <laughs> Brian that's be Hewitt. Brian Hewitt. Well, that's Brian at BeerGuysRadio.com. All right. So. There you go. <laughs> if you don't like them, I'll send you something as a sorry. All right. That sounds good. Excellent. Excellent. So so have you ever paired uh, your beers with some cigars, too? Well, interestingly enough that you say that, because we have a beer called Tobacco Road that we brew specifically to be, not specifically to be paired with a cigar, but uh, we find that it goes very, very well with cigars. And so, you know, I don't find a lot of beers go with cigars. You'd really got to have a barley wine or Russian Imperial Stout, um, because cigars will overwhelm your palate with most. Yeah. You know, a whiskey goes great with a cigar. Um, and so we, I actually set out to try to design a beer um, that uh, went that went well with cigars. And Tobacco Road, it's got a, it's got, uses a lot of more herbal hops. And it's uh, it's it's barley wine strength beer, and um, it, it it it's a pretty big seller. We 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 move we usually ship it about August, and uh, we run out usually by about November. You know that's uh, some of those big beers like the barley wine strong ales and that and uh, the big stouts. You get a tobacco note in some of yeah. those. That's really nice. I really like that flavor. Yeah, it's not absolutely too strong. It's a really excellent flavor to have in a, in a beer. Definitely what we're going for. Uh, we use uh, some Willamette hops, and uh, uh, I said that wrong. Willamette. No, it's Willamette. I said it it's right. Willamette. No, it's, it's Willamette. Uh, this, this exactly. is, that's one of Brian's Willamette. sensitive points because he's from that area. I, I am from so, Oregon. It's yes. Willamette. Yes. And, uh, we, 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 for, at the tasting room, you can only get it every once in a while, but we do get some um, some brandy barrels, and we'll age some in brandy barrels. And oh my God, that's it's really really good aged in the brandy barrels. So. Brandy and cigars, here. man, that'll work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good. I will say I was excited when I saw the name Tobacco Road. I didn't know if it was intentionally meant for cigars, but now I'm yep. excited to hear that. Yeah. So, Keith, what's uh, what's coming up in the future for uh, Yellowhammer? So, you know, we're doing the big expansion right now, and um, we are really trying to uh, to focus on you know our core flagships and and and, and expanding those. Uh, we are. Uh, you know, we, 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 we had some struggles early on because Alabama is just experiencing, you know, the craft beer movement. And so um, a lot of our, you know, not that we weren't selling beers and we were selling everything we made, but we, you know, we, we felt like we weren't getting kind of the, some of the movement on draft that we needed to have. And so all that's picking up. But now we're trying to really push our, uh, our package beers. So as far as new beers coming up on the horizon, uh, in the tap room right now, we have uh, a Goza that we uh, that we release once a year, and uh, we have a um, we have a Berliner Weiss that we're getting ready to, to to put out, which you'll actually be able to get Woodruff, and you'll be able to get uh, Raspberry uh, in the actual Berliner Weiss at, at the bar. So you'll have the bartender will serve it that way. Um, and then we're really starting to get ready on releasing some a barrel project. So I'm sorry, a sour project. So that we will have, uh, you know, hopefully when you show up, you'll have four or five, maybe even six different barrel aged. I mean, sour beers. Some of them will be barrel aged, and um, 
and and then a lot of them will be bottle conditioned. So we're really looking forward to doing that. We're going to start we're going to start really small and just do it in the tap room, and uh, and then possibly move it out move it out into a, a larger scale. But that's what we're really looking forward to on the horizon. We we might be doing some cans uh, next year. Um, because cans really seem to be uh, moving really well. It's easier for the grocery; it's lighter and easier for the uh, gross, the grocers and stuff to uh, stack them. So, well, we're kind of we're moving that direction. We'll always have some bottles as well, but uh, that's pretty much what we're looking for. The distillery uh, really enjoy the, uh, the the whiskey and the the rum ideas that we we're coming up with and. Uh, so yeah, so you're distilling now, but uh, you're going to age that, so it's going to be a little while before that. No, we're not uh, comes distilling. Out more. We're not distilling now. Okay, not that I'm going to admit to, but I have no uh, idea what you're right. talking about. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. Uh, but we, but we, but the the, the the actual still should be here by the end of August, and so we should be licensed by uh, I think October, and then uh, that will be start. We'll, we'll start doing some uh, clear whiskeys and some rums, which are really easy to turn over. Uh, should be by the first of next year. Then, we'll, then we'll, we're, we're actually going to start putting stuff in the barrels right away. So, three years from now, we should we should actually have some bourbons and whatnot ready to go. A Rama Jamma Yellow Hammer. That's good stuff right there. Yes, Any rye? I, do I, like I rye. love rye. So yeah, we will definitely be playing around with rye. Um, and mm. we, we, our plan is a thousand liters still. So our plan is to be running it uh, running it at least uh, three three times a week. So we'll have a lot of creative offerings and. It's it's fun to to be moving into a different another direction, um, and, you know that's that, that while retaining the, uh, the you know the beer uh, roots that we have, um, but it's 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 I enjoy the challenge and uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to the adventure that's coming up. Well, Keith, if folks want to stay in touch and uh, kind of see what when all this awesomeness happens with Yellowhammer, how's the best way to do that? So we are on uh, we're on Facebook, so that you can look us up that way. Uh, you can always uh, check out the website, www.yellowhammerbrewery.com, which that always bugged me. It should be yellowhammerbrewing.com. I didn't set it up, so it's brewery.com. <laughs> yep. And uh, you can email me, Keith, at yellowhammerbrewery.com, and I'd be happy to uh, entertain any questions you have. Awesome. Thank you so much, Keith. We appreciate it. It was a blast, guys. Definitely. We'll uh, talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks very much. Cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and uh, check out this week's Hot List. Time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what's going on next week. Brought to you by CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. That's hot. All right, Tim, we got a lot of stuff going on in Georgia. What's we up? We do. Yeah. You ready for this? Sure, absolutely. Okay, Sunday we have Restaurant Row Streets Alive Party at Dear Beer Garden. Some German beer and food there, so check that out. On Wednesday, Team Trivia at Your Pie Perimeter, where they have a featured beer for only three fourteen. And also on Wednesday, the Moody Tongue Brewing Company oh, launch at Holman Finch, okay. so a new brewery coming to Georgia. Uh, they had a chocolate churro ale that sounded yes. really good. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and Moody Baltic Tongue, Porter. Yeah, Moody Tongue recently uh, uh, expanded into Alabama, too, so okay. they're kind of moving into the coming southeast. Coming to the southeast, yeah. so yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Thursday, Pint Night at Your Pie Perimeter, where they have a featured beer again for only $3.14. Also, the official launch of Triple Tell from Sweetwater, their tropical IPA, yep. on Thursday. And uh, Friday through Sunday is uh, Wrecking Bar's sixth anniversary. That is a lot of stuff. It is, by the way. Always a lot. Of, and I'm only picking and choosing. There's so much more going on. I know exactly. Triple Tail was fantastic, though. Did, did we, we were able to try that, Brian and I just uh, today? It was quite so, nice, right yeah. off the tank. Very, very uh, juicy. Yeah, juicy. juicy. Not hazy juicy. though. Yeah. Not hazy at all, no. but juicy. That's very good. So, in Alabama, we've got uh, Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint in Birmingham. They're having their third anniversary party. That's going to happen through Sunday. 
Also in Tuscaloosa, uh, brand new. They just opened the Brass Tap there, so uh, all the folks there at the University of Alabama at all can uh, enjoy that. They're having a Good People Brewing Tap takeover, and that, again, is going to last through Sunday. Dogfish Head, of course, uh, that great Delaware brewery is starting to be a little bit more well-known or expanding into the Alabama area. They're going to have a tap event at Old Town Beer Exchange in Huntsville. So uh, if you like that, uh, so certainly enjoy that, uh, but don't bring anybody from Rate Beer, and uh, you'll be all set with that. And finally, on Thursday, we'll have S'mores and Pours at the Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, and that's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. So uh, lots of good stuff going on in both Alabama and Georgia want a full list of events check out our calendar at beerguysradio.com and speaking of beerguysradio.com we've got a giveaway to give away to give away we do we do i'm going to give it away right now all right so our winner this week of an awesome swag pack is brian shank brian congratulations and thank you for subscribing to this week in georgia beer drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com and uh, we'll get your swag pack to you definitely I got so much stuff in my office. My boss is bugging Hook me. It up. So yeah, so we'll hook you up, Brian. So congratulations on winning. If you'd like to win or like to enter at least, sign up for it this week in Georgia Beer at beerguysradio.com. Super easy. It's right there on the right hand side if you're uh, on your web browser. If not uh, on your mobile, it's a little bit below uh, our web beerguysradio.com. Just scroll down and you'll see that. You'll get a weekly newsletter with all the happenings in Georgia Beer. And, of course, you'll also be entered to win a weekly swag pack, just like what Brian won. Lots of cool stuff from some of our guests and hosts. So coming up next week, we are going to be talking mead, a little honey, and alcohol. I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. Our uh, first mead show. I think it is our first mead show with a yeah. Viking alchemist. So I'm going to go berserker. Oh, no. We're going we're gonna to braid your beard and then uh, kind of oh, yeah. get some horns going on. That's, uh, that's good stuff right there. So, yeah, so we're going to have a Viking Alchemist Meadery on next week. But, of course, in the meantime, check out BeerGuysRadio.com. And, of course, we're going to be on the socials. And don't forget to drink local. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're on demand via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always online at BeerGuysRadio.com. Aaron and Tim are back next week with more about the amazing world of craft beer. Cheers. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it, and restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.